The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome in to Duval Daily presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we are breaking down the Jaguars Edge Rush Group heading into 2022 training camp. The Jags take the field Monday, July 25th over at Episcopal. I am ready for some football. I hope you are too. Please subscribe and hit that notification bell so you don't miss a show. You can follow me on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo, Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. So similar to 2021, uh, the Jaguars will be running a base 3-4 defense. It will not be the same defense. Don't get it twisted. But when you look at how the positions are designated, the outside linebackers in this defense are the true edge players, the the, uh, players that are going to uh, defend the run on the edge of the defensive line and rush the passer on the edge of the defensive line. Now, in a Mike Caldwell defense, which of course he comes from the Todd Bowles tree, you are going to see the entire front moved around. You're going to see defensive ends lined up on the interior, up on guards. You're going to see edge players lined up all over the field. It's not going to be static. It is going to be dynamic. You're going to see these players all over the place. Still, when you look at The true edge players for the Jacksonville Jaguars, you're looking at Josh Allen, who's entering his fourth year, former first-round pick, top 10 pick. Trayvon Walker, the first overall pick in 2022 out of Georgia. Kalevon Chason, another first-round pick back in 2020. Wyatt Ray, the Jaguars picked up after Jordan Smith suffered a season-ending knee injury earlier this summer in OTAs. You've also got Rashad Berry and Jameer Jones. Those are the players on the Jaguars roster that are currently listed with the outside linebacker designation, which again, in this 3-4 defense, in the base defense, edge players are outside linebackers. Outside linebackers are edge players. That's the way it is. It's not a 4-3 where you looked at outside linebackers as weak side and Sam linebackers, um, off-ball linebackers, outside linebackers in Mike Caldwell's defense are going to be on the ball. They'll be lined up in a two-point stance more often than not in base packages outside of the three-down linemen um, on the interior. So when you're looking at this group, Josh Allen leads things off. Again, a former first-round pick, seventh overall back in 2019, entering his fourth season with the team Um, had a massive rookie year when he had Calais Campbell, Unique Ngakwe, uh, still running things up front with him and some other talented players on the back end. Year two for him, was a little bit more of a struggle. Calais was gone. Unique was gone. There were injuries that he was dealing with throughout the season. It wasn't his most productive year. You get into year three, 
last year and 2021 under Urban Meyer. Not an ideal situation, but Josh Allen still had a six- to eight-week stretch where he was one of the more dominant defensive ends slash outside linebackers in the game where he was dominating against the run, putting up huge pressure numbers, racking up sacks, making big impact plays for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, So he's a guy entering year four, which is because he was a first-round pick, the second to last year on his rookie deal. The Jaguars picked up that fifth-year option for Josh Allen, so he's under contract through 2023. I think he's someone that you feel really excited about going into his fourth season, coming off a year in which maybe all of it wasn't put together throughout the whole season, but there's clearly reasons why you didn't see a a full season of elite production for Josh Allen when you look at what was going on inside that building, what was going on with the coaching staff, the turmoil the Jaguars were dealing with. Then you get Trayvon Walker, who is... um, he obviously was the first overall pick in the 2022 NFL draft. Most draft experts, most of the draft world um, did not see Trayvon Walker as a number one overall pick. Certainly there were uh, experts out there, analysts out there that did. Dane Brugler was chief among them as someone who thought Trayvon Walker would end up being one of the top overall picks, and he certainly was at number one overall. We've talked a lot about Trayvon Walker here on this channel. People have been talking about him all summer and spring. This is a player who at Georgia did not have a specific role. He lined up at outside linebacker. He lined up at defensive end. He lined up at interior defensive line. He dropped weight in his final season at Georgia um, to put on or to be more athletic. He was already an athletic freak. Now he's six foot five, two hundred seventy-two pounds. Runs a four-five forty, thirty-five and a half inch vert, thirty-five and a half inch arms. He's got all the measurables. He makes plays all over the field. He is already a really good run defender who uses his length and strength to kind of uh, dictate uh, where he's go- getting to. Uh, when he's setting the edge against the run, and then also as a backside run defender, a chase run defender, he's really good in that role with his speed, length, and ability to close on ball carriers. So you like what you've got there. I think when you look at Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker, you see a lot of upside. You see a group that certainly, or, or a duo, I should say, that certainly has the potential to be incredibly disruptive for the Jacksonville Jaguars on the edge. And in this 3-4 defense, base defense, the outside linebackers not only are tasked with rushing the passer, setting the edge, they've also got to have the ability to drop. And you've seen Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker both be incredibly effective uh, dropping. They both have uh, fluidity in their movements, good change of direction for their size, uh, good instincts and ball skills. So I think you like what you have there as well. The question with Trayvon Walker, who make no mistake about it, as the number one overall pick, he is going to be a starter for your Jacksonville Jaguars. The question is, can he win one-on-one pass rush situations on third down, on you know clear passing situations? Is he going to just go mano a mano with the tackle in year one and win those matchups and get pressure on the quarterback in the backfield? 
That's the question. We didn't see him uh, at Georgia. He wasn't tasked with doing that all that often. Georgia ran a lot of stunts, a lot of games up front, um, and the Jaguars will do that too. So I think Trayvon fits perfectly into that as well. I have no question with his ability to stunt inside and take advantage of uh, guards and centers and and create pressure that way. It's when he's just one-on-one with a tackle, is he going to be able to win those matchups um, in terms of getting after the quarterback in these passing situations? I don't know the answer. I do know that the Jaguars have been primarily focusing on training him in that area. He is exclusively listed at outside linebacker right now. I don't believe that he will only align at outside linebacker, but right now, getting him acclimated into the NFL, he's been working exclusively with outside linebackers coach Bill Shuey on his technique as an edge player specifically. Not as a versatile defensive lineman, a versatile defender who can line up everywhere, which I think that's what you'll get eventually from Trayvon Walker. But right now, they are focusing solely on training him at outside linebacker in this defense. I think that's smart because you've seen that he can do everything else with relative ease. You, you need him to be able to win those one-on-ones, and that's what they're training him to do right now. Will it work? That remains to be seen. In year one. After that, you've got Kalevon Chason, who has not proven to be an effective role player, much less a heavy contributor in the NFL. Has that been coaching? Maybe. I think you certainly look at the last two regimes, and there's been a lot to be desired on the coaching front for the Jacksonville Jaguars. But he has looked a little bit like a deer in the headlights at times, unfortunately for him. Will Will working with Bill Shuey, working with uh, uh, Brinson Buckner, working under Mike Caldwell, will that help raise Caleb on Chason's level of play? It's going to need to because he's going into his third year now and he really has not much production or... um, or, or much of anything to hang his hat on. Then, of course, you've got Wyatt Ray, Rashad Berry, Jameer Jones. All three of those guys are more fringe, making the roster type players. They've moved around the league a little bit, and you're not relying on them or you're hoping not to have to rely on them to be key contributors on this defense. That's it when you look at the outside linebackers for the Jacksonville Jaguars, the true edge players. So that's a little concerning when you look at depth. You've only got Josh Allen, Trayvon Walker, and Caleb on Chason who really have much of a pedigree. I think you could potentially get something out of Jameer Jones, maybe Rashad Berry, maybe Wyatt Ray, but you don't want to be banking on that going into the season. Certainly you want to try to develop those guys, but you don't want to have to rely on them early in the season. So where's the depth? Uh, Honestly, in my estimation, I think the Jaguars would be wise to try to add a veteran edge rusher um, getting into training camp and try to fortify that group. But when you look at the roster right now, and again, Mike Caldwell, these defensive fronts, they're going to be mismatched. They're going to be moved around. It's going to be a lot of exotic-looking stuff, a lot of different-looking stuff, a lot of different packages for a lot of different players. 
And I think when you look at Dewan Smoot, you could see him lined up at outside linebacker, even though he's listed exclusively at defensive end. You could see him listed there, or excuse me, you could see him aligned there uh, when the Jaguars are expecting the run. I don't think you want to see Dewan Smoot dropping into coverage. So that's, uh, that's certainly a limitation for him and, and why you wouldn't really list him as an outside linebacker, but could he fulfill the role of an edge defender in the 3-4 defense lined up as a, in a two-point stance, you know, on the outside of the defensive ends against the run or when he's clearly going to be rushing the passer? Yes, I think he could. Now, Arden Key, you look at him. He was a free agent signing this offseason. Comes over from San Francisco. He's also not listed as an outside linebacker, despite being about 6'3", 6'4", 240 pounds. He's that type of size. Why isn't he listed there? Well, the Jaguars are doing exactly with him what the 49ers did, which is you're going to see him lined up as an interior pass rush specialist, lined up over guards in between the guard and the tackle, in between the guard and the center, trying to take advantage of his athleticism compared to that which would, he would be going against against the guards and centers. Um, he's a better athlete, and he can use his quickness and length and pass rush profile and moves to uh, quickly get past centers and guards in the NFL and make plays in the backfield. So you're not really going to see him lined up at outside linebacker or edge all that often. Now, Devin Lloyd, this is interesting. Devin Lloyd is the Jaguars' 27th overall pick in 2022. The Jaguars traded up to land him. I believe they are going to use him at outside linebacker in clear passing situations. You don't want him setting the edge, certainly, in a 3-4 defense, but could you use him as a rotational pass rusher at outside linebacker? I think you can. Uh, He did that at Utah a lot. He was an extremely productive pass rusher at Utah. I think you will see that from the Jaguars. I think you should see that from the Jaguars. And when you look at that, now if you have Devin Lloyd as maybe your fourth outside linebacker, um, maybe you're looking at him, dropping him down on the line of scrimmage, and then you can get Chad Muma, who you drafted at 70 overall, onto the field. I think you're going to need to do that. Because quite frankly, if you just look at the depth chart at outside linebacker, you don't have enough depth there. So I think that's why you see um, Dewan Smoot potentially playing out there, Arden Key playing out there a little bit maybe, but I think you'll see Devin Lloyd there more than you might expect from a guy who was drafted as an off-ball linebacker. I think you'll need to see him over there. But I still question the depth. I think the Jaguars should bring in a veteran. There's still several of them out there. But when you just look at Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker, who they are going to be on the field as much as anyone for this Jaguars defense. I think they're going to have really high usage, high snap counts, and they're going to be three-down players for the Jaguars. I think Josh Allen brings plenty as a run defender as a pass rusher, and I think now that you've got some more talent on the interior, uh, a scheme that is more aggressive and more talent on the back end, developing talent on the back end with Tyson Campbell and Andre Sisco, I think that you'll see a more productive Josh Allen. Now, 
Trayvon Walker, we've talked about it already here. We need to find out, can he rush the passer one-on-one? He has all the physical ability to do it. He just needs more experience, more time, a pass rush plan, and a pass rush toolbox. Caleb Von Chason is a complete wild card at this point, but it does look like he'd be third on the depth chart at outside linebacker. And then, of course, you've got your guys, Ray, Barry, Jones, who are just competing for the roster. I think you need a veteran presence here to be brought in, but when you look at what they've got right now, I'm giving them a B- minus just because I do think Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker will be dominant against the run as your outside linebackers. And I think there is a ton of talent between the two of them. The ceiling, I think, is an A. I think Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker, they both have the pedigree. Caleb on Chason has the pedigree for that matter as well. You could see this group really ascend in Mike Caldwell's defense where he's using them to attack. He's moving them around. He's doing a lot of different stuff to free them up. But I also think that there is a floor here that should be discussed as well. If Trayvon Walker does not develop the pass rush arsenal the way you'd like to see him do it in year one, you've really only got Josh Allen as a proven pass rusher at outside linebacker, as an edge player. Sure, Dewan Smoot is good. Sure, Arden Key has proven that he can get the job done on the interior. But those guys are not at outside linebacker. They simply are not. So you really need Trayvon Walker to develop into a legit pass rusher on the outside uh, for this defense, and that's exactly why the Jaguars have spent so much of their time and energy focusing on developing his pass rush. So yeah, I've got this this group with a B-. minus. I think really the range of outcomes is pretty high. I think if you have an injury, you're in big trouble here. Big, big trouble. If you lose Josh Allen or Trayvon Walker, I'm not sure what your plan is going to be. And I think that's a little scary. But when you just look at the top two, I think you feel very good about them, um, at least being balanced players that will get the job done in a lot of different ways. The question for Trayvon, again, is can he get the job done one-on-one against the offensive tackle? But that, I've got a B-minus on him, an A for the ceiling, and a C for the floor, this is probably the group with the widest range of outcomes that I have studied for the Jacksonville Jaguars this offseason. That is going to do it, though. Thanks for tuning in, Duval. Hit me up on Twitter, at Jordan DeLugo. Follow Generation Jaguar, at Generation Jag. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube and check genjag.com for all the latest Jaguars news, analysis, and Duval gear.